Welcome everybody. The WWE Draft 2023 starts tonight on SmackDown on WWE Programming. I'm your host, here on Tap Out Talk, Brian the Hype Ballard, and we're going to get back into the action of the WWE Draft. We're going to cover SmackDown. We're going to cover the Supplemental Draft on SmackDown Lowdown, and then we will continue coverage later on on WWE Raw. So, without further ado, let's get in. Alright guys, and then this actually starts out with a couple things that we want you to know about the draft. And this was on SmackDown on Friday night. First and foremost, draft moves go into effect May 8th after Backlash. So, whatever's scheduled for Backlash, whatever happens, all these people will split and jump shows on May 8th after Backlash. Draft pool concepts for split shows. So that's an interesting concept that they got going on this year. So we got to think, if we do a regular draft, all the best talent's going to be taken on SmackDown, and then the leftovers are going to be on Raw. So in order to keep the branding equal, and in order to actually have general interest in who goes, we've drafted and split these two different draft pools, the Raw draft pool and a SmackDown draft pool up. So think of it as each group kind of making eligible wrestlers up for draft, and then both brands are still drafting on each show. So this keeps like main event talent split and you have two cracks at getting pools for your talent. Then also they want you to know that Raw will get more draft picks than SmackDown due to the three hour format of Raw versus the two hours of programming each week on SmackDown. What that basically relates to is that Raw will get more supplemental picks which we will cover here on the show. And finally, I want to talk a little bit about the Cody Rhodes world title conundrum that we got going on. We'll get into that tonight. Also, why would you, talent that you're actively pushing, not get drafted? What is the WWE's thoughts on that? I'm going to give you my thoughts. And finally, what's your guys' thoughts on championship swapping? I'm going to talk about that tonight too. It's going to be a great show. You're not going to want to miss out. But we're going to start out with round one and round one consists of Triple H coming out at the beginning of SmackDown. He introduces all the rules of the draft that we know, and we are getting into the first round of the WWE draft. And SmackDown will get the first pick, and with that pick, they will take the bloodline. Now, included in the bloodline, you guys will notice is not the Usos, as you see here. It is basically Roman Reigns the undisputed universal champion. He's been champion for 971 days as the undisputed universal champion. You're gonna get the Paul Heyman, the manager of Roman Reigns, the Wiseman. And then you're getting Solo Sokoa, the enforcer of the bloodline. So that's what you're getting when you draft the bloodline. The WWE, and for some reason, opted not to put the Usos in as part of the draft of the bloodline. So the number one overall pick is the bloodline in Roman Reigns. And we'll find this out later in the programming. Something very interesting happens with this pick as we'll get a little bit further in. So let's go ahead to our next pick announced by Triple H. 
which is going to be to Raw, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. He is a 2023 Royal Rumble winner. He's son of the legendary Dusty Rhodes. And you know what? That's all the WWE is going to tell you about. They're not going to tell you about his journey from Stardust. They're not going to tell you about the AEW effect and how he went and competed with the WWE and built himself up into an indie and a world legend there. But ultimately, I want you guys to think about this Cody conundrum that we have now. Roman Reigns is drafted to SmackDown with those world titles that Cody and maybe me and you, a lot of you guys felt that Cody should have won that title at Mania. But now that opportunity has really gone away because Cody Rhodes is on WWE Raw and looking to be in the world title picture, the created title. And I'm gonna tell you guys the conundrum here, the Cody conundrum is very much in effect. That means we gotta declare a new big goldie WWE world champion. And I'm gonna tell you guys, I do not think it should be Cody Rhodes. Here's why. It makes, if you give that belt to Cody Rhodes, it looks like they created a title for Cody and it makes that belt immediately less superior than the undisputed title that held, is held by Roman Reigns. So, in order to do that, we need somebody that is a credible champion to win that WWE World Champion. My suggestions are personally, it should either be Seth Rollins or Randy Orton. One of those two would actually suffice in giving credibility to the title, and they would actually hold the Raw title. Not a bad idea to have Roman's arch enemy, Seth Rollins, and a longtime friend as the other champion on the other brand. I would also, like I said, take Randy Orton, a returning Randy Orton maybe. You know, that would be amazing to see Randy as that champion. But you cannot give this to a new person, and you cannot give it to Cody yet because that championship needs credibility. And we need Cody to finish the story. We somehow need to get Cody back on SmackDown to challenge Roman and take that title. And my way to that, we're going to bank on it, could be the money in the bank clause that would get Cody a challenge to go after that title and finally take it from Roman after the stellar match at WrestleMania 39. So without further ado, let's go on to our next pick by Triple H, which was Team SmackDown. And that was going to be none other than the bestest, the fastest, the strongest, the EST of the WWE. SmackDown Live gets their first female draft pick here, which is Bianca Belair. She is the current Raw Women's Championship. So she's got the current holder of that title. She's undefeated at WrestleMania, fun fact. And she's the 2021 Royal Rumble winner. Not a bad pick for Team SmackDown. Something I want you guys to be aware of, though is Bianca Belair being that World Raw Women's Championship is now on SmackDown. It's a little weird to have a Raw belt and a SmackDown belt. This was done similar in previous drafts when they had to actually title swap in the ring between it was Charlotte and Becky at the time. Um, so at this point, I'm thinking, are we going to do a title swap? One of my takes is, where are you guys stand with championship swapping like this? I personally feel that the title should not be allowed to move shows. So, if you have a championship that is dedicated to Raw, it stays on Raw. If you're that champion, you're simply not draft eligible. 
And that's the way I'd like to see the WWE play these things instead of running the risk of this getting drafted. So what we're going to have is an awkward situation here. And I mean, could Eoskaya backlash take this title away? Well, maybe that could change factors. But ultimately, we're looking right now at a Raw champion being on SmackDown with a red Raw title. So what I would like to see is, you know, even maybe we, these uh, women's titles, we protect the titles, we keep them on the perspective brands. I would recommend the undisputed WWE champion be on SmackDown, the world WWE champion be on Raw, and then the women's titles, let's have the WWE women's title and call it that on one show, and let's have what's called the Divas title be on the other show that differentiates them, but creates different champions without actual brand names on them and swapping would not be that big of a deal. Think of it as the Intercontinental title in the United States Championship. So that's kind of like one of my pleas to the WWE is stop the championship swapping and the champion swapping, being draft eligible to move around and go to other shows. When you're the big fish in the pond, these other fish should be drafted and swimming around you. You should not be having to get drafted to other brands. Without then, Triple H is now gonna make his final pick for Raw in the first round. It is none other than the man, Becky Lynch. So she is a former six-time women's champion. She's won her first ever women's WrestleMania main event that she main evented with Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair. Becky Lynch won that one. Also, she's a former tag team champion. So at this point, round one, we got two picks to Raw, two picks to SmackDown, and we are gonna go on in to round two. And something the WWE did really well tonight is they blended their picks with matches on SmackDown. They blended their picks with more matches. And they actually had guest announcers like Triple H announcing the first one. And we're gonna find in round two, we had special announcers of the picks. We had PS Michael Hayes and Rob Van Dam picking for round two in the WWE draft. I like this idea. It gives a little bit of nostalgia in the right place. It makes the picks feel special. And so we're gonna get round two coming up next. And with that, SmackDown takes its first pick and then they're gonna grab a tag team and they are taking the Street Profits. So what we got here, if you guys have noticed, we got the Street Profits being drafted. More importantly, Montez Ford being drafted on the same brand as Bianca Belair, his wife. So there you go. Now you're keeping the couples together and SmackDown gets a pretty legit tag team. We, uh, what to know about the Street Profits? Well, they're a former two-time tag team champions. They're also a triple crown tag team champions, which means they held the Raw, SmackDown, and NXT titles. So that's what they want you to know about these guys. Um, very active, very competitive in the tag team division. SmackDown gets a good tag team here, coming back to the blue brand. Second pick of round two, first pick for Raw, is gonna be Imperium. So at this point, Imperium is gonna involve Gunther, the current Intercontinental Champion. We're going to get Kaiser and Vinci, which are former two-time NXT Tag Team Champions. And they are the Faction Imperium. And so I will say this, the Intercontinental Championship is now going to be a part of the Raw brand and remain. So ultimately, uh, I think this is a great pickup for Raw. I think that we're going to have some great things from Gunther in the next year. He had a strong Royal Rumble presence this year, lasting from number one all the way to the end. And he had an amazing match 
series of matches with Sheamus and a great triple threat WrestleMania match with Drew McIntyre and Sheamus in a, as you guys call it, a banger of a matchup. So I would say that this is definitely going to be a strong pit for Team Raw. Now up next, we got Team SmackDown taking a singles legend and a WWE Hall of Famer, Edge. WWE Hall of Famer, as I mentioned, has held 31 championships in the WWE. He's a former King of the Ring winner, a former Money in the Bank winner, and a Royal Rumble winner. You can't get even better than the Rated R Superstar, Edge. So that's your brand recognition pick. He's immediately going to be the guy that you flip the channels and you recognize and you see. And possibly, could he get another matchup with Roman Reigns? Who knows? But he is main event talent. Let's move on to Raw's next pick in the second round. And the final one here is going to be Matt Riddle. Something to know about Matt Riddle. He is a former two-time Raw Tag Team Champion. And he's a former United States Champion. The original bro, yo. And so Matt Riddle is going to be on Team Raw. Um, this pick, it's okay. Um, I'm not a big Matt Riddle guy. I know uh, Matt Riddle, you either love him or you hate him, right? But um, ultimately, you know, he's going to capture a part of the fan base. I'm not going to capture it. And I do like, tend to gravitate towards the MMA guys, uh, being a former, you know, guy myself. But ultimately, I feel like Matt Riddle, um, you know, just has that persona that, you know, it's entertaining for a little bit, but then after a while it becomes a little extra. So let's move on to round three and our announcers for round three and our draft picks are gonna be none other than John Bradshaw Layfield, JBL, and holla 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 player Teddy Long, former general manager of SmackDown. So they come out and they announce SmackDown's first pick, which will be Bobby Lashley. And I like this pick. Bobby Lashley could be a legit contender for Roman Reigns' title. Something to know about Bobby Lashley. They would like you to know that he's a former two-time WWE champion, a United States Army veteran, and a 2023 Andre the Giant Battle Royal winner. Because that means something, right? Maybe it does. Maybe he's going to keep carrying that trophy around. But we'll see what the future remains for that. Bobby Lashley is your next pick for SmackDown. Let's move on to Raw. And Raw is going to take who I consider a mere image of the Bobby Lashley uh, timeline, which is going to be Drew McIntyre. And the reason I say that is Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley have very similar pathways. They're former champions. But in addition to that, they actually were in WWE. They got left WWE. They built their status up in TNA Impact Wrestling. And they actually went on in the indies and kind of built themselves up and then came back to WWE as main event talent. So I feel like these two have very similar roads and I will always kind of compare them to each other. Now, things to know about Drew McIntyre. He's a former two-time WWE champion. He's a 2020 Royal Rumble winner. And he had a main event during a WrestleMania where there was no crowd during the COVID years, which I give him a lot of credit for because that's a task that nobody in the history of wrestling ever had to deal with. Also, we have, he's a former Intercontinental Champion and a former Tag Team Champion. So, Raw gets another strong main eventer for their possible future world title competition and Drew McIntyre. Team SmackDown next is going to take a faction. They're going to grab the OC. So, the original club, right, or the club. And we're going to have, that includes 
a phenomenal pick in AJ Styles, and a main eventer return to action. We have a great tag team in Anderson, Carl Anderson, and Gallows. And then we also have Mishin, aka, yeah, you know who she is. So Mishin is going to be also part of this group as she is. And then, so this is going to faction that's going to go here. Now, I find this interesting because if they could compete with, possibly, I'm thinking maybe the Bloodline, AJ Styles, could get back in the title picture against Roman Reigns, and that would be a fun feud to watch again because these two have had good matches before. Let's move on. And the last pick of the third round for Team Raw will be none other than my man, my tag team partner, the Mike, the Miz, Mizanin. So basically, uh, he's a two-time Grand Slam champion, hosted this year's WrestleMania, the star of the hit reality show, Miz and Misses, and like I said, part of Team Bro Ohio here, getting it going on. So, my man The Miz, you know, definitely great to have him on Monday Night Raw, and hopefully there's a little more than WrestleMania hosting duties for him in the next year. But he could hit that next level with the right booking. We get on to round four which is going to be the final round of the SmackDown night. But we still got the supplemental draft to cover after that. So round four is going to be announced by DX tag mates, Road Dog Jesse James, and the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. And for that, the first and very first pick of that draft is coming to SmackDown, is going to be Damage Control. That's Bailey. Eo Sky, also known as Eo Shirai, and Dakota Kai. And so, for them, the Bailey is a three-time former women's champion. Eo and Dakota are a former two-time women's tag team champions. And Eo Sky is going to be challenging for that Raw women's title, which is going to get very interesting and very confusing at Backlash. But they are going to go ahead and go to SmackDown. Up next, Raw is going to take none other than the Asian sensation Shinsuke Nakamura a 2019 Royal Rumble winner a former two-time Intercontinental Champion and a United States former United States Champion so Shinsuke Nakamura is coming up to Team Raw hopefully to revitalize his career and hit that main event scene Smackdown's going to get another pick and they're going to take a tag pair of tag team current tag team champions in Albafire and Ila Dawn so Alba Fire, you guys might know um, as Kaylee Ray. I liked her in NXT. I like both these, but I really liked Alba Fire's work. Um, I feel like she was main event ready. Since these guys are coming up as a unit, I'll take them. But it'll be interesting to see the development, and hopefully it's not too early. I don't think it is for Alba Fire. So they, like I said, they are the current NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. And fun fact, they both hail from Scotland. Maybe there's a option for them to join some other members that hail from the same region and area. But that's NXT's draft getting taken by SmackDown. But we're not done yet because NXT has another call-up and Team Raw immediately takes the current women's champion from Melbourne, Australia, Indy Hartwell. I don't know how I feel about this one being called up to the main scene. I like Indy Hartwell, but I really felt like she needed a little bit of a bigger run in NXT as women's champion. But in reality, NXT's got kind of an issue going on now with that. But there has been a history in NXT where they just 
forfeit the title, kind of like Solo Sokoa, and just kind of say, here you go, I'm going on to bigger and better things. It is developmental, right? I'll be interested to see what Indy can do on Team Raw, and if she will turn into the competitor that I think that she can be and turn into. But guys, that was the SmackDown Friday night recap of the draft. But we're not done yet here on Tap Out Talk because there's more draft to come for the SmackDown edition. And that is the SmackDown Lowdown live on Saturday. So this draft continued on Saturday morning on Peacock with the SmackDown Lowdown. There was additional picks of wrestlers that were eligible in SmackDown night's draft. They consist of Candice LeRae, Chelsea Green, and Sonya Deville, Dolph Ziggler, Hit Row, Lacey Evans, the Maximum Male Models, Mustafa Ali, Natalia, almost an MVP, and the Viking Raiders with Valhalla. So, let's go ahead and see how the supplemental draft shakes out on the SmackDown Lowdown with my thoughts. And we're just going to call this round five for all brands. So, no special announcements other than on the show, so no special guest announcements. Since it's a supplemental draft, Raw will get some extra picks in this due to them being the longer show. So, first up is going to be Lacey Evans. So, Lacey Evans, if you guys remember, came up from NXT. She had the All-American Lady gimmick, you know, and then um, she basically then switched over to more of a Sergeant Slaughter groupie type gimmick, right, that she's going with right now. So, um, Lacey will be a part of Team SmackDown and hopefully can do a little bit more and maybe challenge for some titles here the next year. SmackDown Next will also take on the Hit Row faction, which consists of Top Dalla, Ashanti, The Adonis, and B-Fab. So we get another tag team with a valet going to SmackDown. And, you know, that's probably right. I think that's the right spot and the right brand for them. Maybe they'll start doing some work with the Street Profits and those other tag teams that we're looking to grab on SmackDown. Let's get into some Raw picks. So Raw's going to go ahead and take a pair of ladies here. They're going to get Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Good old Cruella Deville. So all she wanted was those puppies. So ultimately, we are going to have these two, you know, doing their pairing and thing and taking their um, crazy ways over to Monday Night Raw. Up next, Monday Night Raw is going to grab another lady for their tag division. And it's none other than Natalia the seasoned veteran of the WWE. Great person to have, especially if you're gonna have some younger talent on Team Raw. Uh, somebody that can work with Natalia and help you know develop in the ring. So you know, always a great mentor to have there on your brands. And I think it's gonna be hopefully a fresh start for Natalia. Next, we got Raw grabbing back up from NXT. We're gonna have Apollo Crews being plucked back from the days of NXT back onto Team Raw. So hopefully the second chance means new beginnings for Apollo Crews in the supplemental draft. Speaking of NXT, Raw's gonna go ahead and take JD McDonough as a part of their group. And so he's grabbing, being plucked up from the NXT days and he could fit in with Maybe Judgment Day or maybe a few other things, you know, and he can be added into a group um, and help develop. Maybe a tag team with a Dominic Mysterio as a faction of Judgment Day might be a fun run. And then we have the maximum male models being drafted to Raw as well. So they are going to be uh, the three faction again to kind of, you know, round out that roster on Raw. Um, so Mansoor and... Maxine Dupree. So we're going to go ahead and get them into the Raw brand tag division. 
And then Zoe Stark is going to get called up from NXT for Team Raw, getting more ladies on Raw. I think this is a sign that Raw is going to be the developmental lady brand. So we got Zoe Stark's coming up. And so she is going to bring her unique style of wrestling to the brand called up a little early. Uh, again, early call-ups. Hopefully this works out and they're not being called up way too early. Uh, speaking of ladies, we're going to get another one for Team Raw. We're getting Candice LeRae, the wife of Johnny Gargano, which is interesting to see where Johnny goes. I'm betting it will be Raw because I don't think the WWE wants to split up families. But Candice LeRae is now Raw-bound. And she is going to join the roster of ladies on Monday Night Raw. And then finally, we're going to get Dexter Loomis. Excuse me, not finally. We still got one more pick after this. But Dexter Loomis will be joining Team Raw in, you know, the Monday Night War. So, ultimately, he is officially Team Raw from SmackDown or from NXT. And then we've got, in our final pick, we've got the Viking Raiders with Valhalla. So Raw grabbing a lot of NXT young talent. But, excuse me, not NXT. These guys came over from SmackDown. I feel like they're going to fit better on the Raw style and the Raw brand and more of the edginess. So definitely I'm a fan of these guys' work. And I feel like they're going to be able to shine a little bit better while on the Raw brand. All right, so to recap this, we've got the Viking Raiders, Dexter Loomis, Candice LeRae, the Maximum Male Models, Mace Monsoor, Maxine Dupree, Zoe Stark, J.D. McDonough, Apollo Crews, Natalia, Sonya, Corella DeVille, and Chelsea Green all going to Team Raw with those extra picks. We got Hit Row, Top Dollar, Shantanid, Dionis, B-Fab, and Lacey Evans going to SmackDown. So the roster effects, again, are in effect for May 8th following Backlash. So a couple things I want to make aware for you guys. Free agents. Now, I don't know if you guys stand on the free agent concept, but people that were not drafted from the SmackDown pool will become free agents to sign anywhere they seem fit. Also, same thing with Raw. Anybody not drafted on Raw Monday night will end up being a free agent as well. How will this play out? Will brands go act and will it be part of the story for them to actually go sign these free agents and try to get them or will they just randomly pop up and show up? So for the free agents that weren't drafted, Dolph Ziggler, Mustafa Ali, Amos, and NXT Von Wagner. I got to be honest with you. This does not make any sense to me. If you are a general manager of a brand and you are drafting the best talents, just like the NFL draft, and you're looking for the talent, you want the best position and the best fit and the best talent. You worry about marketing, but you also worry about pure talent in the ring that you can market. Why would you not go after Adolph Ziggler, who you know can wrestle with any wrestler in the ring? Okay, maybe he's lost his main event flame, but the truth is Dolph can still go in the ring. Or a Mustafa Ali, who people seem to get behind, and he gets hot, and then he gets cold. But what's really confusing me is why Amos is a free agent with MVP, by the way, as a manager. So why was he undrafted? Why did Amos an MVP go undrafted in this draft when he's obviously being pushed by the WWE? He had a dominant performance against Brock Lesnar at main event, or not at WrestleMania in an opening match. Now, Brock did win that match, but Amos was made to look very strong. 
he's probably going to have a similar match against Seth freaking Rollins at Backlash, where almost will look very strong. So in reality, I got to ask, why would you guys all sit on this and not draft somebody like that from the pool if he is a push talent? Why would the WWE not want him to look strong instead of just being discarded in a free agent? So just some of my thoughts on the SmackDown draft. But speaking of thoughts, let's get into our final thoughts. So, WWE Draft. We got a lot going on here, and this is a two-part series. We're going to pick it up on Monday here on Tap Out Talk. But, you know, I do kind of question some of the things, like championship swapping, like I mentioned in the show. I also, you know, the Cody conundrum. I want to talk about that a little bit. You know, uh, what does it mean? Should Cody win that world title? And I am against that because I feel like I don't want to weaken the title. And the WWE's already made Cody look a little weak. So I think it has to be the WWE Championship to help by Roman that Cody would ever eventually get. Um, so that, you know, makes it the world title conundrum. You know, what do we do with that? I think it's got to be a guy that's established, that's already known in the WWE land. That's Seth Rollins or Randy Orton, etc. But um, I don't think it can be to a new guy without as much credibility. So WWE's got to be very careful when they handle this new world title. And I think it's a great idea that each brand has it. And they brought back that version of the big goalie. So with this draft, the different pools is an interesting concept as well. I get the supplemental draft too. The supplemental draft uh, to me makes sense because that's where your extra picks come in. If you've got to do the extra picks for all because of the extra hour. As far as the supplemental draft, it is a little weird at first to think about, well, you're going to throw half over here and half over here. But that's fine because I get that you have to make both shows marketable for the draft. So I think that WWE did a really good job on SmackDown with how they handled the draft and they blended action with draft picks and more action with draft picks. And the other thing I want to talk about is the Solo Sokoa um, basically the demand that he was given from Roman Reigns at the end of SmackDown, it looked like he was about to be sent out and taken down his brothers, the Uso brothers, and he looked like he was about to put them out at the hands of Roman. Did Roman Reigns order a hit on his own family members for not getting the job done? Because this carry back to WrestleMania. Roman Reigns got the job done for the bloodline and kept his titles. The Usos did not, and it did not go well in that tag match where Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn did come back out on top over the Usos. Solo was sent out there by Roman to do some business, but we don't know what that business was. And it got interrupted by the original bro, Matt Riddle, attacking Solo. So we don't know Solo's intentions, but the look on his face was he was about to take, I'm predicting, his brothers out and kicking them out of the bloodline, which is why they weren't part of this draft. So ultimately, we do have, you know... A couple different scenarios and stories that the drafter are creating in addition to current programming. So the raw agent pool for Monday, just to give you guys an idea, it's going to be Akira Tozawa, the Alpha Academy, uh, Angel Gerza and Humberto Carrillo, Asuka, Austin Theory, Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman and Ricochet, Brock Lesnar will be a part of that pool. We got Bronson Reed, Cedric Alexander, and Shelton Benjamin, Charlotte Flair, Dana Brooke, Elias, Emma, Johnny Gargano, there he is. We got the Judgment Day as a faction, which includes Bowler, Priest, and Mysterio. We no Rhea Ripley, that's very interesting. We've got Karrion Cross with Scarlet. We got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, LA Knight, Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez Raquel Rodriguez. 
We've got Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, Rhea Ripley. There she is individually. Find that very interesting that they did not put her as part of Judgment Day. Could they be splitting her from the group? We have Rick Boogs, Riddick Moss. Uh, we got Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, Seth Rollins, Shotzi, Blackheart, Tamina, Tegan Knox, the Brawling Brutes, which includes Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch. We got the LWO, which does include Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, Cruz del Toro, Joaquin Wilde, and Zelina Vega. That's a lot right there that could go to one brand. We got the New Day with Kofi and Xavier Woods. No mention of Big E there. Interesting another note. We also have the Usos with Jimmy and Jay Uso as part of the brand. We also have Trish Stratus, Lee, and select NXT superstars. That's a mouthful, but in reality, we're going to look at that on Monday. And the question is, is could you see any of those guys I named being world champion? If so, let me know in the comments below. Also, you know, what are your overall thoughts on this draft? Was it handled well for as much as they had to do? I personally do wish they would have laid out the rules a little more clearly. Triple H did mention that, you know, there would be free agent trades occurring in this draft. But at the end of the day, those are my final thoughts. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you for watching. Like, share, subscribe, and remember, it's never goodbye around here. And this was part one of the Monday draft for the WWE. We'll get into the next part on Monday. Without further ado, it's not goodbye. It's game over.